Two summers of drought and a killing frost ruined the harvest. Everywhere people were starving. In Thuringia, there were rumors of cannibalism. Through the judicious sale of the family possessions, Hrotrud's father had kept them from hunger for a while. Hrotrud had cried when they took away her woolen mantle. It had seemed to her then that nothing worse could happen. She was eight years old. She did not yet comprehend the horror and cruelty of the world. She pushed her way through another large drift of snow, fighting off a growing lightheadedness. It had been several days since she had had anything to eat. Ah, well, if all goes well, I will feast tonight. Perhaps if the cannon is well pleased, there will even be some bacon to take home. The idea gave her renewed energy. Hrotrud emerged into the clearing. She could see the blurred outlines of the Gruben house just ahead. The snow was deeper here, beyond the screen of trees, but she drove ahead, plowing through with her strong thighs and arms, confident now that safety was near. Arriving at the door, she knocked once, then immediately let herself in. It was too cold to worry about social courtesies. Inside, she stood, blinking in darkness. The single window of the Gruben house had been boarded up for winter. The only light came from the hearth fire and a few smoky tallows scattered about the room. After a moment, her eyes began to adjust, and she saw two young boys seated close together near the hearth fire. "'Has the child come?' Frotrude asked. "'Not yet,' answered the older boy. Frotrude muttered a short prayer of thanks— to St. Cosmas, patron saint of midwives. She had been cheated of her pay that way more than once, turned away without a denier for the trouble she had taken to come. At the hearth fire, she peeled the frozen rags from her hands and feet, crying out in alarm when she saw their sickly blue-white color. Holy Mother, do not let the frost take them. The village would have little use for a crippled midwife. Elias, the shoemaker, had lost his livelihood that way. After he was caught in a storm on his way back from Mainz, the tips of his fingers had blackened and dropped off in a week. Now gaunt and ragged, he squatted by the church doors, begging his living off the charity of others. Shaking her head grimly, Hrotrud pinched and rubbed her numbed fingers and toes as the two boys watched in silence. The sight of them reassured her. It will be an easy birth, she told herself, trying to keep her mind off poor Elias. After all, I delivered Gudrun of these two easily enough. The older boy must be almost six winters now, a sturdy child with a look of alert intelligence. The younger, his round-cheeked three-year-old brother, rocked back and forth, sucking his thumb morosely. Both were dark-of-eyed, like their father. Neither had inherited their Saxon mother's extraordinary white-gold hair. Hrotrud remembered how the village men had stared at Gudrun's hair when the canon had brought her back from one of his missionary trips to Saxony. It had caused quite a stir at first, the canon's taking a woman. Some said it was against the law, that the emperor had issued an edict forbidding men of the church to take wives. But others said it could not be so, 
for it was plain that without a wife a man was subject to all kinds of temptation and wickedness. Look at the monks of Stablo, they said, who shamed the church with their fornications and drunken revelry. And certainly it was true that the canon was a sober and hard-working man. The room was warm. The large hearth was piled high with thick logs of birch and oak. Smoke rose in great billows to the hole in the thatched roof. It was a snug dwelling. The wooden timbers that formed the walls were heavy and thick, and the gaps between them were tightly packed with straw and clay to keep out the cold. The single window had been boarded over with sturdy planks of oak, an extra measure of protection against the Nordestroni, the frigid northeast winds of winter. The house was large enough to be divided into three separate compartments.